What's up? Hello. Episode 35. We live and direct? Yeah. Episode 35. We in this motherfucker, man. Hella black. We here. Rocking. Fresh off dinner. You feel me? Shout out them wings. Shout out them prawns. You feel me? Hey, if you in Oakland and you never been to Lake Chevelle, make sure you tap in. That's the fucking spot. And they didn't even pay us to say that, but, you know, that's what... I mean, we got Patron on the table. Like, we got Apple shit products and this shit. Yeah. It's, it, Might we, as well we, talk we about the wings we ate. <laughs> we giving out a bunch of endorsements without ever getting a penny from these niggas. Facts. You know? Guess we dumb, too. Yeah, I right. Guess we are. <laughs> What's poppin', though, bro? How you feeling? Shit, I'm good, man. How you living, bro? I'm, I'm chilling, bro. It's been a long one. It's 7.25. I'm proud of us. We came in and locked in. Got another episode out. We didn't record last week, no? Nah. Did we put out the Clarissa episode last week? Yeah, we did. Shout out on Clarissa. Monday. Yeah, that was a raw episode. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, she was dropping a bunch of game. Facts. So, I enjoyed that one a lot. Hopefully, y'all tapped in with that. That was our last release, episode 34. I support Clarissa. Yeah, make Fuck sure. Sean King. For real. Say that. Retweet Damn, that. Damn, I'm already off. I started off on the bullshit. Um, <laughs> that shit just came out so natural. I mean, we should speak in the truth. Yeah, man. You feel me? So, it's Hella Black. Episode 35, you feel me? Tapped in, locked in, you know? I don't know if we're going to do a drop like we did last time. We might. Let's see how we feeling afterwards. Because it's live now. This is being recorded. I don't... Which y'all don't know, that last episode, the drop that we did, took so many fucking takes. Um, and now we're recording on camera. I don't want to do that again. Yeah. We so. was over here tongue twisting and shit. I don't know. I just started <laughs> done laughing at this Blue Ivy meme, so... I'm trying to figure out. Like, I was l- laughing with tears coming down my face. I'm like, is my upper lip wet from snot and crying? <laughs> Bro, y'all know the meme where Blue Ivy is holding her nose? <laughs> that shit is so funny to me. I don't know why, bro. She is so, yeah. But, so, if y'all saw me wiping my mustache, because I'm like, damn, is my shit wet? But, yeah, providing context. Hella black, baby. We got a good episode in the store. But before we talk about what we're going to talk about on this episode, like this shit on SoundCloud, repost it on SoundCloud. Subscribe on iTunes, you feel me? Yes, Give us a five-star review. If it ain't five stars, we don't want it. We don't want to hear it. Ain't nobody forcing facts. you to listen. And if you are white, go to our Patreon.com slash HellBlackPod and pay up. If you want extended episodes and you ain't white. You ain't black, nigga. Pay up. For real. Period. It's 20. What year is it? 2019? 2019. What I'm going to say it's 2018. It's 2019, you feel me? No more free black labor. And we put Damn, a lot of labor in this trying to this loop shit. us in, in one PLC. No, no, no. no. Mm-mm. No disrespect I'm just saying Pay up Ain't black pay up But yeah It ain't even just about Donating to You gonna get extended content You feel me So if you want extended content From the guests Extended content from ourselves Tap in with that shit You feel me Pay up Five dollars You gonna get extended episodes And we provide good content So if you like What we are talking about here Every time We do more extended episodes You're able to even contribute Like if you want us To talk about a certain topic You can tap in with us On Patreon DM us on Patreon About a topic we might fuck around and do a topic that you want. You know so. what's wild? I was talking to my homegirl the other day, and I was explaining to her that the episodes that we put on SoundCloud aren't the full episode. So I don't know what's going on, but for some reason what you're doing isn't registering with people. When you say at the beginning of the episode, you can get to, if you subscribe on Patreon, you get exclusive content. They're just not listening. I know, because some people not, like, 
I'll make a donation. It's like you're not just donating to our shit. There's you're actually getting a, a product. You're getting like ten to fifteen minutes of extended episodes. The shit time. that you see on, especially when it comes to our uh, our interviews, I feel like those tend to be like fire. You know, yeah, like George's extended episode, we probably talked for another twenty five minutes. Yeah. So for those that are still listening right now, this little forty five minutes to fifty minute clip that you're gonna get on SoundCloud and on iTunes, this is not the full episode. Especially white folks, you need to learn some more. Become a patron. And like you said, if you're black and affluent, tap in with our Patreon, you feel me? For sure. Support us. You know? If you got money, you need to be tapping in regardless. Yeah. But especially and if you're white with some money, please tap the fuck in. Yeah. Even if it's a dollar too. You feel me? It all add up. Shit it like all, my nigga, man. All my nigga shit. 50 say we take, we take pennies, nigga. That shit add up. For real. Period. And it supports us, you feel me? So tap in, support black podcasters, black radical podcasters, you feel me? Yeah, Provide yeah, an accessible Political education, patreon.com slash hellblackpod. Patreon is why we, we be doing this every week, honestly, because we have, you know, it holds us accountable. 100%. Because you know, we have people who are paying for it. So it's like, we ain't on no scam shit, nigga. You going to get your content. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to run off on the plug on my on my patrons. For real, for real. You know, my patrons, man. You know. So, bro, what we finna talk about today? I, think I mean, we got to get, get a cracking with Black Joy, right? That's all I was going to say. We'll start with the Black Joy and then talk about this episode. I'm trying to figure out about me some Black Joy. I can't even remember the last. Have we been? Have, yeah, we we already been back from New York. Yeah. Oh, I went to Ferguson. That shit was fire. And I went to McClure High School. Um, that brought me some Black Joy and also some Black Anger. I might won't get into the Black Anger part, but the Black Joy part was the fact that like McClure High School is in Ferguson. Ferguson, and then it's like it's like so Ferguson in, in the Ferguson School District. There's like these two. Like these two counties that joined to make one district, and I want to say it's like Ferguson, Florence, okay, Florence. It starts with the L, damn near. Yeah. I don't know, but anyway, this is this this is this is the district that McClure is in, and McClure is this black ass high school, bro. And I had you know like the Bay has been experiencing a bunch of gentrification, right? And even my high school, you think about Berkeley High, that shit was quote unquote diverse, but I still had a very black ass experience because the black population in Berkeley at that time was it was vibrant, right? Um, but going into McClure, bro, it was it's probably nine hundred students and at least ninety to ninety five percent is black. Shit was so fire, bro. I fucked with it a lot. So it was just dope to see all those black kids, excuse me, in one space, um, just having fun being a black selves. I fucked that shit. Shout out Ferguson. And what what also I had like an aha moment in in uh while I was in Ferguson, because I know for so many of us, right, that was like Mike's Mike's death is what um, politicized a bunch of folks because I know like you know Trayvon was I think the year before I think Trayvon was 2013 and Mike was 2014 right the summer of 2014 or something. I think so yeah. yeah but so like those are like two instances that really um, politicized a bunch of like black youth right especially our generation so it was wild to see you you think about how Ferguson has been reduced to that one um, that 2012 one. Trayvon 2012 yeah um, so you think about how Ferguson has been reduced to that one incident, and then you think about all the people that came there and fucking robbed Ferguson of like their movement, took hell of money. All the folks, Brown Blaze be talking about that a lot on Twitter. Yeah, so you should for sure follow him. Um, but yeah, fucking people just came to Ferguson. All these fucking overnight celebrities, while there are still hella folks there that are still pushing that movement, and they've all been forgot about um, by the masses. But to see all the organizers out there that are still doing the work. That shit just, you know, made me feel like I should keep moving. I probably went off on a tangent there, but 
Just being in Ferguson brought me black joy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, for me, um, my cousin's EP came out, The Reset, Shion G. Make sure you check out her music. But just seeing that coming to fruition and, yeah, just seeing the joy that that project brought her and seeing all her hard work come together and having a release party and stuff. So it was like a lot of hard work that paid off. So I was I was happy, um, happy for her. And that brought me a lot of joy just to see my cousin coming into her herself, you feel me, and just really rocking. So that was like a dope experience for sure. So make sure you check yeah. out her music. I don't think people, I mean, me and you talked about this last week or while we were in New York. Um, people don't realize how much work goes into music and how much artists put themselves onto these projects. And then for it to be celebrated, even if it's by just close friends and family, that shit, it be meaning a lot. Like all the release parties that I've been a part of, I was hella mad I couldn't make it because I was, I had just got back and I had to work. Um, so I know I can relate to that feeling of like seeing somebody, the work that they put in. Yeah, especially when you know everything that goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. And like just for one song, like all the different takes, all the different, you know, mastering and mixes and shit. Just 100%. So there's a lot. Does Definitely makes me respect music so much more just being a part of that process and seeing how shy, shy worked, you know. Yeah. Like it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I'm proud of y'all, bro. Appreciate Shout it, Shit, so what we got in store today? You know, I think Black Twitter been talking about it. You know, I Everybody wrote an article about, about it. Shit, you honestly, feel me? Yeah, my nigga Blake wrote a fire-ass article about that shit. Definitely want to tap in. Shout out Afropunk. They published my nigga. It's been a while since you wrote, huh? Yeah. Yeah. What's the last thing you published? I think about how uh, black liberals, neoliberals, commodify the Black Lives Matter movement. I wrote that? that like 2017, maybe. Uh, but then the Jogger Joe article like was 2018. But then I also I was working on a book chapter, so that's why I was also just like focusing on yeah that. But that was like my first article, definitely for a while. That, that shit that shit was fire, and it was also it. at the perfect time because um, Kamala is it Kamala 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 is a uh, just announced her presidency, and anytime a black person puts themselves into the system, it's something to talk about, something to address, and for some. Sh- I think she's like new to the scene, but for us out here in Oakland, she ain't nothing new. Ain't nothing especially new. for the Bay Area. Yeah, man. So, can you give us, as a nigga who spit a bunch of game and provided some insight to us, can you give some background for our listeners? Yeah. So, basically, this episode, we really just gonna dive into Kamala's history in the Bay Area, in Oakland, Alameda County, San Francisco, and then she was also the Attorney General of California. Right. So she started her career as a prosecutor in Alameda County in Oakland and then moved from Oakland to San Francisco district attorney and then went in to be the, you know, California attorney general, which is a top cop. So she's literally been the top cop in the Bay Area. By definition, not, you know, this isn't even us putting our own like, yeah, I think, quote unquote, politics onto it. It's like she was the top cop. The DA is a top cop. Yeah. I think it's often it's so easy to get caught up in like buzzwords, like catchy slang and shit right, right. now. But she, by definition, it was the district attorney, which is, you feel me? The head pig in charge. The top fucking cop. <laughs> in Oakland, right? With the dirtiest police force. Right. We're talking about a police department that has, you know, sex trafficking rings to police executions, murders, brutality, right? We're talking about the same Oakland where the Black Panther Party was started. The Black Panther Party was started because of all this police brutality in Oakland, Yeah, right? Literally, the community watch that, you know, the police patrols that the Panthers were doing was started here in Oakland for and a certain also, reason. 
so the Black Panther Party, the police, the OPD was the reason why the Black Panther Party got started, right? And it was also what ultimately led to the demise. Facts. So the reason for and which also they the got federal started, government, yeah. So and the, also probably the attorney general's office. So the reasons for which they got started and the reasons for which they dem- they were they ultimately came to an end. Kamala decided to join those forces. Exactly at a time to integrate herself into that system. Facts, and that's a certain political time in Oakland too. Like we're talking about like the early nineties and shit. You know, yeah. Like tough on crime. You know, this isn't too long after the Black Panther Party was, you know, essentially. Destroyed by COINTELPRO and the federal government, the police, OPD. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The same OPD that killed Will Bobby Hutton. You know, so it's like all these politics was happening in Oakland, and she made the conscious decision to be like, oh, I want to become a prosecutor. And not only become a prosecutor, but become a district attorney, right? Like yeah. the head, the head DA, right? So for folks that, because I feel like you'll see a lot of, there's, there's two sides to this, right? You have the apologists that say she didn't know any better. And then you have the folks that say, "Well, she's a progressive prosecutor." What 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 is a progressive prosecutor? By the I don't way? really know what a progressive prosecutor is Me because either. the role of a prosecutor is to fundamentally feed black people, brown people, poor people into the prison industrial. Like conference. that's what it was designed that to do. Is the design. How do you progressively? And where did the system start? What was the system? You feel me? It started from in like slave slave slavery, patrols, right? Yeah. Slave patrols, right? Then in the genocide of the indigenous people. Right, this yeah. need for no uh, for more labor, free labor after the end of quote unquote chattel slavery, yeah. had prison slavery, chain gangs, right, and the head person, she's essentially, in my opinion, I call her like a slave auctioner. That's what a prosecutor is. It's like okay, we got these people locked up and we're gonna auction them off to what prison, right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, or to a private prison. I just want to know what what a progressive prosecutor looks like. Like, does that she slam the gavel lightly? So instead of five years, you get three. Is that what progression yeah. is? But you still going to is instead of doing twenty three and one, you do twenty two and two. Like what is it? What does that look like? I don't know. I don't think you could even use progressive and prosecutor. That shit is just some liberal shit. Like oh, we those have terms a, can't even be. They can't exist at the same time. It's like there's a good cop. You can't be a progressive prosecutor. The point of being a prosecutor is to oppress and enslave black and brown folks and to lock people up, throw the key away. Can't be you progressively. Enslaving folks What does progressive slavery Look like Still slavery So we have that point Right as far as like Right uh, People saying that She's a progressive uh, Prosecutor But even if you look at it From a She's been very Conservative and very Centrist too Yeah But people are like Oh People just view black As progressive Right Oh we have a black woman Yeah that's just Or a black man Yeah that's just what it is That's progression you know, yeah. and we're, we're, we're definitely going to elaborate on that and why that can be dangerous and super manipulative. But again, I want to get to the point of boom. So these are like two two um, excuses that I've seen or two reasons to validate, uh, I guess, her actions. One, that she was a progressive prosecutor and then also that she didn't know any better. And my nigga Q had a great tweet. He quote quote tweeted one of Kamala's tweets. Uh, and this is directly from her account. She says, I am a daughter of parents who met when they were active in the civil rights movement. Nobody had to teach me about the disparity, disparities in the criminal justice system. I was born knowing what they are. And my nigga Q said, I appreciate you admitting this because I don't ever want to hear any apologists say you were simply navigating capitalism. You knew the system and still joined it to terrorize us. Right. She, she literally knew, says, I know how the system fact. functions. I know, I know how the system functions. She tried to functions. weaponize the civil rights movement and say, oh, I knew exactly what it meant. To be a black person a, in America during the, the civil, civil rights movement. movement. I was birthed of it. My was, parents, how from, my parents met. I'm from Oakland, California, home of the Black Panther Party, and I decided to become a fucking pig. I know. She says it right here. I know exactly how the system works. I'm a product of the civil rights movement. 
and still. Like, we're talking about a civil rights movement. People, that was birthed because of this kind of shit. People oftentimes times think that the civil rights movement just, like, miraculously ended and it was victorious and black people got all these rights. It's That's like, revisionist history, bro. The civil rights movement was targeted by the Federal Bureau of Investigation, by the Central Intelligence Agency, That's by prosecutors up. throughout the country. By top cops. By top cops, by state attorneys. And it was literally dismantled. Martin Luther King was murdered by the FBI, right? Yeah. Assassinated, right? The FBI was literally they found They just guilty. shot my nigga out the other day, too, on their Twitter. Who? The CIA or the FBI. Oh, my posted God. A picture I was so birthday. Oh, I'm, I'm disgusted. Like, is that what we have in store for us for putting your life on the line? It's the like, same niggas that kill you, honor you in the same breath for likes and RTs? Oh, I'd rather die. Guess I'm but done, But I too. think that that's the propaganda. Of it too 100% propaganda Right 100%. so it's like She says oh civil rights And she's weaponizing These words around civil rights I understand what it means So she chose to become a cop Right She ch- chose to become A part of the system That killed Martin You feel me That killed so many people In Oakland That's still killing people In Oakland Right To this day OPD is killing Brutalizing Running sex trafficking rings Right Yeah And she OPD chose never gonna change bro. And she like People wanna act like Oh she, you know, she wasn't aware. She was trying to make changes. Like, no, she was very, she's a very smart, intelligent person. Like, she knows she exactly, knows exactly what, she's, what she's doing. And it's exactly. like, honestly, saying that she doesn't know what she's doing is kind of like this weird. And she, honestly, she's wrong either way. She's wrong. She's also wrong if she thinks that liberation can come from inclusion. So she's wrong on all accounts. So it's like, okay, if we have. She can't, she's wrong. But hey, bro, if we have black slave masters, everything's going to be, you know, slavery will be a little bit better if we have black. black but it's slave so hard for folks to recognize better. that system. And in I think other ways than what right. it is, you know? Like, it's hard to, for folks to recognize slavery outside of the whips and chains. And I think in that's... The, in the boats. Facts. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's hard for people to recognize that shit. They don't know how to how the system has just, like, morphed. You know what I'm saying? Like, we should get the same results. They don't facts. really have know how to recognize that shit. And that's the propaganda that the system yeah. creates, right? So when you're talking about the CIA and the FBI, the FBI tweeting, Happy Ain't Martin Luther King Day, right? That when they're the ones in the face for real. that fucking killed him and had, you know, was telling... The FBI was telling him to kill himself, right? Is that trolling? That was dinner trolling, bro. It's trolling, but it's a form of propaganda too. Because think about it: if you're like a little sixteen-year-old, you feel and me? You get notice. Fifteen years history. old, you feel me? And you see, you're on Twitter, and you see the CIA say "Happy Martin Luther King Day," yeah. Like, and you don't know the full history because in your history class, your teacher ain't telling you about COINTELPRO, right? Yeah. So then you think I the CIA sure about a, COINTELPRO until I got to like my Black History class at at Beehive, yeah, like my junior year. Nigga, I didn't learn about that shit until college, yeah, right? And for you to learn it in high school, me to learn it in college, and then both of our families be somewhat, you know, in the party. Yeah. Like, niggas was affected by COINTELPRO. Facts. <laughs> and we didn't know what that shit was. Yeah. Right? So I think it's a lot of that it should, is propaganda. And that's what Kamala is doing, too, is she's weaponizing these words like equality, you know, freedom, justice. And yeah. then what day does she announce her presidency on? The same day the CIA was celebrating, right? She yeah. announces her presidency on Martin Luther King Day. Day, which right. is a spit in the face to King's radical tradition of, you know, anti-capitalism, and anti-imperialism. A, cop, a black cop announced their presidency, and not only announced that, but announced it on like Oscar Grant Plaza That's by the nigga who was by someone who was killed by cops, right? Literally murdered. And then like what? So and then there's also so like what happened? Was she a part of that? Uh, Johannes. Measuresly, no. No, she wasn't a part of the. She wasn't a district attorney for Alameda County then. Okay, I believe she was. She was in San Francisco at that point, right? But yeah. she was still a prosecutor. You feel me? For 
Oakland, right? Yeah. And she still, when she was a prosecutor, she wasn't investigating the police. You know what's something I wish she wasn't, you know, going through police killings and trying cops who were murdering because cops was murdering back then too. Yeah, we we about twenty minutes in now, and I wish we would have addressed this moving, you know, at the beginning. But I think it's also important that we acknowledge the fact that you know a lot of people are using this opportunity to critique Kamala, Kamala. I don't know. Kamala. Kamala. I don't know why it's so hard for me, and I'm black. Why is it so hard for me to say her name? (laughs) <laughs> what? Uh, they're using this as an opportunity to fucking show they misogynistic asses, right? So, like, you can literally critique Kamala without being misogynistic. Yeah, and misogyny is not a like. There's there's no there's no place for, for it. Yeah, there's no room for it. So we we don't want. I, well, we this is being recorded, so it's impossible for us to be misquoted. You know what I'm saying? I don't want. My shit to be confused with misogyny. I'm just trying to hold her accountable. Like I will hold any politician that's trying to um, any politician, any color for sure. You you know? me? Especially, especially a black politician, because you know, like the Democrats know what they're doing, bro. In terms of weaponizing her blackness, they know exactly what they're doing. I just told you I was in a barbershop and somebody was like, "Oh, she black? I'm voting for her," without any research, without doing. And any she from research. Oakland? And she from Oakland? She went to HBCU. I'm voting for her. She went to HU. We've already and learned. She's an AK. We've oh, already shit. learned. We've already learned that all skin folk ain't kin folk, nigga. We learned that, but for some reason we keep all we keep these niggas know that but we gonna hey, fall her, victim to her that favorite shit. song is Lemonade. Yeah, she she was on some nuts shit talking about playing it at the cookout. Yeah, so and I just want people what I what I hope at the end of this episode and what I hope folks got from your article and from all the other pieces that are being written and all the other interviews that are that are that are taking place is that uh you when it comes to all people, you have to judge them by their actions. But with black politicians, the way that we're propagandized, bro, you have to look at what they're doing because they're going to do everything that make you see yourself in them. And honestly, that's how good the propaganda is because it makes you feel good. Right. It was like, oh, wow. Like this person represents something that I represent. And they represent you know, the black a certain American identity dream. is like the black American dream, the black inclusive dream. bro, And the integrationist dream. Yeah. They, becoming, they really represent the system. Shit. They, really, they show us that they they represent the fact that there's hope for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at you can you too can assimilate right. and thrive, but you go you too can pick yourself up from the bootstraps, right? And become, but look what happens? Become a president. Like that's the same shit they use for Obama's. Like to black people's, like you could do anything. You see, Obama did it. Hope that was hope. the main thing. And Obama used that same type of civil rights jargon, and he had that very powerful voice. You know, like they knew how to resonate with. He us, really bro. his his voice was powerful. So it's like it makes you that's. But that's propaganda itself. Yeah. And it's a form of what I like to, you know, what we call neo-colonialism. Yeah. Where they're integrating the oppressed person into the colonial system to enact the job of the oppressor. So it's like, yeah, we got a black president, but it's a black president of a white supremacist system. A white supremacist colonial system, right? That is on, you know, colonial, you feel me? That is on uh, native land. So it's like they're doing the job of the oppressor and will turn turn our cheek to it just because she's black just because she went to HU you feel me and it has the quote unquote aesthetics of blackness or performance of blackness in a way right yeah she meets the check marks of it you know so the most visible signs of blackness right she went to the Mecca like how can you not vote for a president who went to a HBCU you know what I mean Fact. and she's from Oakland like 
Not she carries town, back. born and bred, bro. It's like from the town. What you assuming? You from you from out here? You gotta be on that radical shit. You gotta be. Like that's where so many folks is thinking. Like, oh, she from Oakland. She gotta be on the same shit that I'm on. But what's so wild is like this is such a place for radical politics, right? Where, you know, things that happen in the Bay Area were oftentimes the first people to do it. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. on terms of radicalism, in terms of quote unquote progressive politics, right? A lot of this shit starts in the Bay Area. So she grew up in that environment in Oakland, but still made a conscious choice mm-hmm. to become a part of the system, to become a prosecutor, to become the top cop. And it's like, she flaunts it too. There's photos of her with police jackets on, and people are like, oh, she's not a cop. I'm like, bruh, there's literally photos of her at the fucking border wall with ice with a police jacket on. But y'all were so mad about Trump saying build a wall, but Kamala is down at the border. She enforces smiling. a wall. Nigga. She is the wall. Nigga. You Fuck feel me? me? Like anti-immigrant. And that's what I'm saying, bro. Folks don't know how to recognize. That's the thing with, with Trump, right? Like Trump was outright out there with the shit. Build the wall. Mm-hmm. Kamala is just at the wall. Front right. line with the shit. Like, she ain't going to say build it. Me. And she'd be like, she's oh, gonna go up there and stand ICE up, has some bad policies, but she going to be posting with Border Patrol. Like, yeah. You feel me? We got all the straps, <laughs> like flexing, you know, and that's what's yeah. so dangerous about her is that it it's like weaponizing this this aesthetics of a of a black person, this aesthetics of a civil rights person, right? But in reality, she is a part of the status quo, and mm-hmm. she is a part of oppression, yeah. and she's just a black face on a white supremacist empire. Yeah, but we can't distinguish it, and that's why it's so important. Like, it's not about an individual. Right. There's no good presidents. I don't care if you black, you feel me, brown. Any president is trash because you are a figurehead of the white supremacist system. It's bigger than just you or me. Right. <laughs> like if you become a president, you are now the president of America, the biggest colonial empire in the fucking world, home to the biggest nuclear arsenal, home to the most military bases in the world. And just because you black, I'm supposed to condone it. No. This nigga not, if, not if you really about liberation Not if you really a radical Right Because the black radical tradition Calls us to You feel me Any oppressed person anywhere all of We us have to speak out You feel me All power to all people And it's like She's also become She's an imperialist too You see her You know At Israel with uh, Was Netanyahu I don't even know how to say that nigga name but, uh, I, was, I see I Netanyahu, know what you talking about though The president or whatever yeah, I saw that shit Like she over there Posting smiling with him with Smiling yeah. Like literally They're fucking You know Deporting You know Black refugees Yeah But She's black It's okay You feel me So it's like That's what's happening right now Is this It's really the question of integration too Right We're a quote unquote Integrated society Now we're integrating Oppressed people Into the system And they're doing the job Of the oppressor but We've been integrated for so long though bro Yeah Like I think that's something That folks fail to acknowledge it's Right like, Bro like how much more integrated Can we possibly be And it's still Very segregated right If you look at yeah. the comparisons Of Jim Crow to now Shit is still hella segregated, but it's quote unquote integrated, I right? Mean, yeah, so because you have a few, you have a few token Negroes who are yeah. at the top, right? And you so have I mean, that anywhere, right? Yeah. I, the what, I, what I look at integration, uh, I I think of like the, I guess like the the theory of integration. Like, how can I put this? I mean, I so shit is very segregated in terms of oppression, bro. Like that's just what it is. Like when you look at the ways in which black folks and black poor folks and black LGBTQ folks and black women are treated in this world, bro, shit is very one-sided. Niggas is still at the the, the bottom of the food chain. Right. But Black people experience the most homelessness we, and all those. Yeah, I'm like, how many more 
when I look at inclusion, how many more black leaders in the system do we need? Like that's like we've had a black president, the highest that you could possibly be. Like what the we highest form of integration? Black bro. Department of Homeland Security. We the high, had like, uh, Eric Holder. Yeah. We had all them niggas at the top. So that's what I mean by saying like how much more, how more integrated can we possibly be? Like nigga, we've had black chiefs of police, we've had black district attorneys, we've had black fucking presidents, black cops. How much more integrated black can we prosecutors. possibly be, my nigga? And that shit is not for black people. Before so motherfuckers start acknowledging systems. Like, how much more integration do we need before we start acknowledging systems? That's where my head is at. And I'm like, I don't understand how hard it is to see this shit. Um, and what it hurts because it's like, this just happened to us. We just had Obama. And what happened after Obama? We had Trump. Right. Yeah. We, we had Obama running this campaign on hope. You feel me? Talking about all this change, but this nigga was calling black people in Ferguson and, you know, Baltimore thugs, telling them to pull their pants up. This nigga signed a Blue Lives Matter bill. You feel me? Like, was deporting hella undocumented folks. And this is Obama, right? So if we look at Kamala's record, Kamala has a, like, Obama had a relatively clean record before he ran for president, right? Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, you and know, he came he up doing in Chicago, in Chicago yeah. right? Was a community organizer. Mm-hmm. But Kamala, she has a record. Being a cop, so how like do we if stop? Obama had the cleanest slate and this nigga got in there and was a you feel me an Asian a white supremacy? Droner. What do you think the person that was what already that? indoctrined into this shit? What do you think and they're had going practice to do? at doing it? She's mastered oppression. She has mastered, She's mastered a, white supremacy, my nigga. She is the top cop, bro. And she would be the commander in chief. Is the top cop of the fucking nation yeah. of the world? You know, just because of imperialism, right? <laughs> so. That's why I was like, people be so mad, and I'm just like, at Trump, but I'm like, look what Kamala was doing. Look at Kamala's record. Like, Kamala has been more pro-police than Donald Trump. More pro-prison and has a bigger track record working with the police than Trump has. She mad anti-LGBTQ. She for sure anti-LGBTQ. We did. We had this shit where she was trying to deny trans folks... um, Like, gender reassignment. And like, like health services and fucking in jail and shit. Uh, She had this shit where... She was like for one of the folks that were down to um, shut down Backpage and against sex workers. She's, Despite sex workers saying that Backpage is safer for them. It's safer for them. And we do know that black women are sex workers, right? We do know that black trans women are sex workers. We do know that they're uh, PLC sex workers. She's throwing them to the wolves, bro. Throwing, put, making their, putting their lives in danger. That's what she about. But she's supposed to be progressive. What does progressive mean, bro? Again, that's a question that we need to dive into. Like, what the fuck is what does progressive mean? What does I think that if mean they have people? a black face on it, they think it's progressive because it's oh, we have a black person in power. That's progression. She's a progressive oppressor. That's what we need to start calling these motherfuckers. For real, <laughs> progressive oppressors. Progressive nigga. oppressor. Coin termed. Yeah, man, this shit. This shit is wild. Uh, and I and for me also, I get it though. Like we talked about this at dinner a while ago, right? Uh, people say. I think so often you hear motherfuckers say, uh, y'all must not want to be free. Like, how? And that's like the, the thing is, like, I, so, like, how could you vote for somebody like this? Y'all niggas don't want to be free. I see, like, motherfuckers who, like, on, like, they bougie shit with that or, like, they holier than thou shit. And it's like, no, that's the exact reason why motherfuckers do want to be. Like, this is this is a clear representation that people do want to be free. It's like niggas is willing to follow anything that look like them because they are desperate for this shit. We really believe that you come from where I come from. You look like, or the, you look like the way I look. You talk the way I talk. You must have my best interests at heart. 
And it's like when you get in situations like that, you got to judge motherfuckers by their actions. Strictly by their actions. Nigga, it don't me and you can get to a position of power. I don't give a fuck what we say. Niggas have to judge us by what we do. Cause bro, you you get to a point where like well like people they teach us how to play this game. They teach you how to talk a certain way. They teach right. you how to how to play to people's weaknesses. They teach you that shit, bro. And the Democrats understand that, too, because it went with Obama. Like, she's following the exact same Obama-type plan in terms of a campaign strategy. Why is she talking about cookouts and shit? Bro, she's talking about... Talk about some legislation. That's what the fuck I care about. I don't give a fuck what you watch at, what you listen to at barbecues. What is you going to do for my niggas in the chain gang? What is you going to do for black LGBTQ folks? What is you going to do for black sex workers? What is you going to do for the most marginalized and oppressed people in the country? Like, what are you going to do for homeless people? You feel me? <laughs> uh, what, what is that? What are you going to do for the oppressed folks? I don't give a fuck what you listen to at your cookout. I do not care. And that's what it is. They try to reduce us to these fucking culture things. Bro, as, as it's opposed really to just like, like the caricature. Like, oh, assume, yeah. it's, it's rooted in slavery, too. Oh, this idea like, okay, this performance of blackness, the dancing of blackness, right? Literally, that's it's literally what is happening the is a fucking minstrel show. What is this you is like about some the type of minstrel company. show like, oh, what's full black people in, you know, I listen to Beyonce. Like, I went to HU. Like, you know, I, I can dance, you know. Fuck, what like, sorority you in? I don't give a fuck what fraternity you in. I don't care about any of that. What let, like, and that's that's what they reduce us to as black voters is to black culture. Like, right. like they reduce us to music like, and, oh, okay. and barbecues. She, hey, bro, but she on, she on the breakfast club, bro. They oh, my God, us, nigga. We was <laughs> they reduce us to music and barbecues. Like, we don't give a fuck about politics. Like we don't give a fuck about legislation. Like we don't give a fuck about war. Like we don't give a fuck about about uh poverty. About poverty. We don't give a fuck about prison. You feel me? Well, like that's what they really reduce us to. Anybody like what why is she not talking about policies with us? Why when it comes to to, to, to black folks? Why when it comes to trying, trying to get to the black vote, when it's trying to appeal to the black vote, you talk about shit that has no that has no importance or no relevancy to our safety, bro. She on that Hillary shit, honestly. Like, oh, I got hot sauce in my bag. Type I don't fuck with like, that shit, bro. I hate how anytime it's time to get the black vote, we reduce to shit that has nothing to do with politics. I mean, it's because it's the sick part is it's it's worked. It's, it worked with Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton brought out that saxophone. You know they started how, calling bro. that nigga the first black president. Bro, I was just thinking, like, I remember growing <laughs> up, niggas just say Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton is black. The fuck, nigga. Bro, this nigga we really get reduced fucking- to fucking. Culture acts when we when it's time to vote, we get reduced to barbecue and hot sauce and music and fucking hot wings. Nigga. That's like, sick, bro. That's what the fuck the black politicians think about us. Like, come out here and tell me what you finna do for poor folks, my nigga. What you finna do about the police harassing us? What you finna do for about the education gap? But hey, she can step. Come on, man. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. She can kick rocks, nigga. Period. But that's why it's all so smoke and mirrors. A lot of it is just like it's all as performative, right? You know, so she'll say one thing and then do another, right? So she's, you know, she's literally a supporter of the death penalty, which, in my opinion, is a modern day form of lynching that disproportionately affects black people. By facts. Right? What does it say? It's like, but, uh, yeah. So they were like, she also supports the three strike law, which is a 12 time, which for black folks is we have a, we are 12 times more likely to be, to fall victim to that prosecution right. than white folks. And she even talks about literally, you know, this idea that we incarcerate people to have indentured servitude is one of the worst possible perceptions. I feel very strongly about that. It in- evokes images of chain gangs. She literally said that herself, but then her office literally, quote, pushed back against a federal order to expand an early parole program, arguing that it would deplete their s- stock of prison labor, especially inmates who fight wildfires. Literally just contradicted herself. So she's saying, I don't fuck with that. It reminds me of chain gangs. But then your office is saying, 
we need chain gangs, nigga. We, we need, need that prison free slavery labor. because we, we need, need them niggas to fight fire. We need, that we need them labor. niggas to make one dollar a day to fight California's wildfires. Right. Y'all so what do we? You that remember how sick the, those fires were this past summer, bro? Bruh. Nigga, we felt the effect. You know, I mean, we had the Santa Rosa fire, then we had the shit up north. I remember when niggas. Was, I remember like oh, my niggas being fuck. in jail. Niggas saying like, "That kid wait to get the fire cap because they got niggas thinking that's the shit." But really, you out there fighting fires for for the lo, risking your life, and then you can't become a firefighter after you get released. That's wild. You got more experience than niggas in a fire academy. <laughs> you can't become a firefighter. But you can get locked up and become a firefighter again and make a dollar a day. Because you can do anything with free labor. Niggas let you run the country if it was shit. free. Shit, shit, <laughs> nigga. Nigga, you shit. What manual free labor? Come on, nigga. Build this fucking car. You can't drive it when you get out. You can't get no license, but you can build this you can motherfucker. Build you can build this. You take plane a photo next to it for the F, nigga. It's all good, but can't own that shit. And that's what's that's what's so wild about her is it's it's this propaganda again. Like we have to really understand this as this shit is propaganda. It's democratic propaganda. You feel me? And they're saying that oh okay we're better than Trump, but if you look at the actions of Kamala, she is done some of the same exact things that Trump, whether it's been, you know, advocating for deportation, being pro ICE, mm-hmm. right? Being pro prison. She being just don't say it with her mouth. She's just not on TV saying build walls and fuck prisons and she, uh, uh, fuck, fuck the poor. She not, she's just not on TV saying that shit. She's not in the public saying that shit, but she's behind closed doors and enacting the, most, the shit. Right. You know, and people say, Oh, she, she knew she, you know, she made mistakes or whatever. Literally, she got onto CNN herself and said, I defend my record as a prosecutor. From Straight from her mouth. Straight from her mouth. But, okay, so what about, because we talk about giving people room to grow, but, yeah, at some point you got to draw the fucking line. Like and he, someone, you know, someone asked me that, too. It was like, okay, well, what could Kamala do to make you vote for her or to change your perception? Nothing. I would never vote for her. I would never vote for a president anyway. Like, that's just what it is. And I'm like, she literally spent her whole career, right? I could understand this notion, right? That we become a part of the system and we think that we can make some change. Like, I I could understand why maybe in the 70s, black people thought like, oh, these cops, all these racist-ass white cops are fucking beating us. All we these racist-ass racist prosecutors. They wouldn't do the same thing. Like, okay, we if we get some systems. black folks we in there, right? Like, yeah. we just thought that was going to be a vessel for some change. I understand that at that point. Right. But in 2019, it's like history has shown us exactly. Exactly. We didn't have no, we didn't have any black cops at the time. So you had to assume it was because the cops were white that this was happening. Right. In 2019, we have black cops who are shooting black people who are raping the black same girls. Mark. You know what I'm saying? Like we have, we see it now. So now it's like, that's an outdated perspective. And she literally chose, you know, people are acting like she had no agency. She chose to become a prosecutor. She chose to be the head cop of Oakland, of Alameda County. She chose to become the head cop of San Francisco, right? Despite seeing rapid corruption in Oakland. You can't be the head DA of Oakland and not see the fucking corruption. She was covering that shit up. You can't live in Oakland and not see the corruption. Bruh. So it's like, you, San Francisco, same exact thing. And then now you be, decide to become the Attorney General of California? <laughs> like, no. You feel me? She's doing this exact same shit. She's chosen to do this exact same shit. And that's what she built her career on. At some point, she could have been like, she could have been a prosecutor for five years and be like, you know what? I tried to get black people, you know, instead of 15 years, I tried to give them 10 years, right? Instead of 25, I gave them 20, right? Or some shit like that. Like, oh, I was able to advocate for early parole. But she literally 
heightened up the conviction like rates. I got, you feel me? And it she been, made the conviction rates higher. It'd have been super <laughs> lit if like she'd have been like, yeah, I got all the political prisoners. I got them all out. For me, all the, I, it, it was like situations wasn't when she was like looking at evidence that had proved to be like tainted and she would like not acknowledge that shit. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> like literally there was proven evidence of corruption on trial, even though every trial is corrupt because this is a racist system. Every trial no, is racist a fair trial in America. because this is a racist system, racist criminal justice system. Right. But there was literally DNA evidence. Right. That literally exonerated that had the, the evidence to exonerate it. Right. She saw the evidence and chose not to follow it, right? Yeah. Until the New York Times exposed it. So she literally had evidence showing that this man did not, you know, commit the crime that was quote-unquote accused of him, right? Mm-hmm. Had the evidence and literally chose to be like, no, we need to still pursue the death penalty, right? But then the New York Times exposed it. Kevin Cooper. Yeah. Death row inmate. So it's like, she literally doesn't give a fuck about you niggas, bruh. I don't know why you niggas think. She's, her actions have shown that she is pro our death via prisons, pro our death via the police, and pro our oppression. Bro, like, if you put her resume up without a face and a name and no background information, just like, these are the things that this politician has done. You would be calling her the Ku Klux Klan. You would and I think, think that's that she what was a we white really, Like, if y'all really still fucking with Kamala, like, literally, put her track record and get all these politicians, put the track records of politicians, judge by the actions, and what would you call them? And I think that's really what people need to start doing is really just looking at the actions of these politicians, what they have done, what they have enacted. What would you call them? You'd call them a white fucking supremacist, but because like, they're this a black is a person, white person who did this. Yeah. Has if you look person. at Obama's actions, bombing, drone strikes, kicking, you know, a Blue Lives Matter bill. And then what's sick is like, I, you would call him a white supremacist. So how I don't understand how you could say Black Lives Matter and then go vote for Kamala when she was the top cop in the era of Black Lives Matter. <laughs> right. Whether yeah. we was not signing police bills that would like give body cameras. Wouldn't independently investigate as a California top cop. Refused to do that. Made the conscious decision. This is someone who said, I know, because I'm a daughter of the civil rights movement. I know exactly what this system represents. And she had the power to do it, too. Yeah. She with it 100%. Bro. Bruh. And it's like. I know we said this a lot in our early episodes when we first started with the shit, but uh, for our listeners, I really want y'all to understand systems as opposed to people. The system is gonna function the way it's exactly designed. The way it's it's designed to do so. Uh, when Blake talked about, there's no such thing as a fair trial because this is a racist white supremacist system, right? It doesn't matter who's at the head of it. It doesn't matter who's who's wearing the cloak, who's who's who has the gavel. The system gonna function the way it's supposed to do. The same way this mic, right, is designed to record our voices and trans and fucking transmit these frequencies into this fucking in and out box. Whether you holding the mic or I'm holding it, it don't matter who the president of the United States is. The commander in chief, that shit gonna function the way it's supposed to function. And America is a rape and pillage ass nation. It's an imperialistic place. It's colonizers. We are, this this system, this country is gonna function the way that it was designed to do, the way our forefathers designed for this motherfucker to be. Like we are literally still living under the same constitution that was written by slave owning, genocidal rapists. This is the constitution that governs us to this day. 
This is the Constitution that Kamala Harris swore to protect and to uphold as a prosecutor, right? And we have to understand our history to understand where we are right now in 2019. If we don't look at the very foundation of this country, the very roots, so you can't look at a tree and see the fucking apples that it has without looking at the roots, right? You have to have strong roots for the tree to fucking blossom. Nigga, you got to look at the very roots of this country, right? Mm -hmm. The very roots and the very foundation of it to understand Kamala Harris. You feel me? So it's like, we have to understand the oppression from the very beginning of this history. It's not like the civil rights movement just happened and there was a revolution that overthrew the criminal justice system. Nah, the criminal justice system has only gotten stronger. Slavery has only gotten stronger, right? Mm. There's just as, you know, there's more black men incarcerated today and quote unquote enslaved today than were during chattel slavery under correctional control, right? That's what Michelle Alexander, New Jim Crow states. So it's like, this system is what it what is what is the issue, mm-hmm. and that's facts. Like you you can't argue against it. It's like nothing new has happened. Like a lot of new things have happened, right? The but way oppression the works, result. but it's still the same type of thing. It's like the chain has changed. Now you get in handcuffs, but niggas was already in handcuffs, right? Yeah. It's like now niggas is you know picking cotton in orange jumpsuits. So what do you, you niggas is fighting fires? You know, in orange jumpsuits for free. So it's Judge a person by judge a person by their actions, man. Some black people like slavery and Kamala is one of them. <laughs> Hello. Hello black. Episode thirty five. I think that's the perfect place to end, bro. Yeah. It's before we get that into the forty five minutes of fire, honestly. Yeah. So we're gonna tap into this Patreon exclusive, you feel me? T- to make it crystal fucking clear. <laughs> That's if, if you pay some money, $5, you get an extended episode. So if you're fucking with what we're saying and you want to keep hearing to this episode, tap into our Patreon.com slash HellBlackPod. We also got a website, HellBlackPod.com. You feel me? We rocking, walking, and we doing some live shows. So book us for a live show. Pull up. Facts.